helping you stand your ground and get your point across so you can better communicate your needs. And at the same time, managing other people's expectations when they interact with you. I am Vatrice Chestnut, helping you manage up. Manage up, stand your ground and know what's up. Get your point across peacefully. Get your point across intelligently. Manage up, stand your ground and know what's up. Get your point across peacefully. Get your point across intelligently. You gotta manage up. So I just want to start by um, first welcoming you, Julia, to this conversation on the Manage Up podcast and um, just share with us a little bit of background about your career, your industry, how long you've been in it and things like that. So we can get some type of foundation um, and then talk about how we're going to help. Oh, okay. Well, I started out in the industry um, in 89 in the my senior year of high school, and okay. then I actually got involved in the industry because I only wanted to get out of school at noon. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. I wanted to get out of school early, so I was like, well, this sounds like this is pretty cool. I can get out of school at 12, go to this uh one hour class at the Sheraton Hotel, which is one of the nicest full service hotels in Birmingham at that time. Okay. And that was something, you know, something different for me. And so once I got involved in the industry, I decided that I, you know, that I actually liked the job because I was meeting people, um, people of different levels, different characters, different um, backgrounds. And so um, it was just very interesting. And so in the process of me working there, um, I was noticed that, you know, I was noticed by the upper management that "Mm, she seems like this may be something good for her. And so there were several offers that were made. um, And you were still in high school when these offers were made? Well, actually, it was after I had graduated, the first year after my my first year out of high school. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they made offers. Um, you know, you can, we will move you to Atlanta if you would be like the assistant manager. But at the time I had a boyfriend, I didn't want to leave. So I was like, no, this just is not good timing. And so I waited. And, um, when I waited, I was able to get the position that I wanted because I was, it was a position here in Birmingham and I was at home. Okay. And, And so it was like the ideal position because I was at home, my boyfriend was here and I was good. And so, like I said, each time I was able, I was promoted from front, from front office manager, front desk manager to assistant general manager, to general manager, to area general manager. So, you know, the next level would have been like regional vice president, but yeah, but what has happened, um, Back in August, they sold my hotel, and uh-huh. I had been in this industry for 30 years. And so um, I'm trying to decide on, should I start my own business? Um, because I was making this company each year like $2.9 million. Wow. 
Wow. And I'm not a dumb girl. I graduated. It through through this job, I was able to, you know, graduate college. They helped me pay my tuition through college. I graduated from University of Alabama, Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. And so um I'm just trying to decide if this is where I'm supposed to be. I got a call from my old boss, you know, mm-hmm. um, asking me about coming back. But I had someone to tell me that they saw for me a better job that I was going to love. And I don't feel like that would be me coming, going back to the old job I just left. <laughs> it would have to be something different. <laughs> I think it would be something different. So that's where I am. I'm like stuck in between. I'm just, you know, it's, I've never had to interview. I mean, it's been 31 years at the same job. And I know very few people can say that that's their only job ever in life. So I'm just stuck in a position where I'm trying to figure out what should I do. If you love the crisp sound of this podcast and need the skills of an audio engineer, hit up my audio engineer today on IG at DZDDT. That's D-E-E-Z-Y-D-D-T. Okay. First, I want to say this. I've always viewed you as my consistency hero. Right. <laughs> you were a, you are a consistency superhero to me. So, you're in an experienced transition. Don't see it as being stuck. You're transitioning. Like you said, many people can't say that they work the same job for 10, 15, let alone 30 years. Right. Okay. So pat yourself on the back for that accomplishment. You know, that was that's a huge accomplishment. And there's been peaks and valleys through that whole situation you know, through the hotel industry, the hospitality industry, you have to be very nimble and you have to be quick and at the same time, polite. Right. Those are a lot of skill sets that we in the corporate, corporate America or even um, entertainment industry, people don't possess that skill set. Okay. So in this experience transition, what you want me to help you do is decide on whether you should go back into the hospitality industry or whether you should go back to the job that your previous boss is offering you. Am I getting that right? No. Uh, okay. If I should continue in the hospitality industry, if it's with the company, my previous employer or a new employee, or should I start my own business? It doesn't have to be anything in hospitality. Okay. Um, that's that's the thing. Should I, you know, if, I'm, if I start something on my own, I feel like I'm going to be a little uncomfortable because, you know, there's no consistency there. And, of course, you know, you have to make sure that your, your bills get paid. And, you know, so that's my challenge. Hey, Manage Up Tribe. Remember to subscribe to the Manage Up podcast so you can stay connected. Get social with us on Facebook and Instagram. Join the follow-up conversations after this show on our profile pages. But remember, keep it positive because we're here to empower the Manage Up tribe. Okay, so what I hear is fear. 
there's right. a fear associated right. with this. Right. Okay. So fear normally comes from a lack of action taking. So we want to jump into situations where we have the complete answer. We're at the destination instead of taking the baby steps to get us there. And those baby steps are the steps that remove the fear of taking that path. So let's take a, let's just journey back for a minute. If you're thinking about this situation, um, going, I'm going to just say going with the stable or the unknown, was there a similar situation in your childhood, not related to work or anything, but related to stability and the unknown? Our fears come from something that happened in our past. Mm-hmm. So if you think about your past, growing up at any point, was there a situation where on one side you had stability and on the other side you had the unknown? And you experienced some something that was negative. Can you think back and remember anything like that? Because our fears come from something in our past, some negative situation where we're in um, self-preservation mode. Right. And so we don't want to make that same mistake again because our old brain has captured that and so it's equating that to what our new brain is experiencing so if if you need a moment to think about this this would be a good time for us to just break and um have some commercials or whatever and then come back and maybe you can come up with some ideas of what that might be yeah let me think about it Okay, all right. Okay, so I have this fear, and I, I hope this helps you. I have this fear of bees. When I'm thinking about attending outside events, right? I don't go to botanical events. I don't go to things <laughs> where I know there are a lot of flowers because that is related to my fear of bees right but when I went back and asked myself where did this extreme fear come from because guess what Judy I've never been bit by uh stung by a bee <laughs> Why are you afraid? <laughs> now that doesn't make any sense see I was I was afraid of dogs because I got bit by a dog <laughs> right okay so when I traveled back I remember this time one summer in Birmingham, I'm riding in my uh, with my dad in his truck. It's the summer. We have the windows rolled down, and we're just listening to music, and we're riding. All of a sudden, this yellow jacket comes into the truck and flies down the back of his shirt Mm-mm. and starts stinging him repeatedly. And I see him trying to smash it between, his, you know, his back and the back of the chair of the seat of the truck mm-hmm. and at the same time keep control of the truck so that we're not in an accident Wow! and mm-hmm. I'm seeing all this pain in my father's face because this thing stung him it was a number of times I don't even know if it's like four or five times but 
his back swole up. He had an allergic reaction. You know, it was just horrible. Oh, okay. So that's where my fear of bees come from. Oh, okay. I don't want anything to do with them. And to see fear and pain in my dad's face, I've captured that. And I'm I'm 48 years old. And I'm still walking around with that and trying to get over that. So it even has gone to the point of I had a landscaping company come to Mm -hmm. make me some flower beds and stuff. I said, I just want anything that doesn't attract bees. And they were like, Oh man. You don't really want to garden then. And yeah, I was, I was like, about to say, you don't want any flowers. Right. And so I have to get over that. And I allowed them to plant, you know, flowers that attract bees so I can appreciate the flowers and everything. But I also did it to get over my fear. So that I can have a nice yard. Because that's the end result of what I wanted. Right. So the end result of what you want is to have your next career experience be as rewarding as the one you just had for 30 years. Exactly. I don't want him to skip a beat. That's that's basically <laughs> it. <laughs> that's basically it. But I can't think of anything that would cause me. I think that's just my, I don't know. I think it's just that I have, I've been so comfortable for so many years. Mm-hmm. And this is a new journey for me. It's not something that, I've ever had to go through so I don't know how to handle it because I was having a conversation with my sister today and she was like the reason why you you're struggling is because everything has been so easy for you mm-hmm. so you just think this is just going to be something else that's just going to be easy for Julia and I think maybe that's that may be you know I'm just so you know my dick okay. is quite good. so I think that may be a, a, the biggest challenge okay so through the new experience, you want to grow, but you want the growth to be easy. Yes, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, Manage Up Tribe. If you could use some help managing up, send us an email describing your situation to help at manageup.net. Our team will review your submission and get back to you with steps to get on the show. So let me ask you this. If you took the the stable, what we call stable easy route, okay, as mm-hmm. opposed to the growing new experience route, would you have any whisper regrets? And let me define that because that is something I came up with. Mm-hmm. Whisper regrets are the little voice that I hear that says, I really want to experience something else, but I need to do this because I need to pay my mortgage bill or I need to pay this or I need to do that or I can't do that because I have children and, you know, whatever that but is that you fill in the blank. That's the but. That's it. That's That's the but. Okay. That's completely it. I'm like, I got my son's tuition. I got a mortgage. I got car notes and it's just a whole bunch of stuff that I have to do and so I'm like well am I going to be do am I if I decide to step out on faith am I going to be comfortable enough so that I can still like you said not miss the beat and continue to do the things that I want to do to enjoy my life and especially at this age where we're slowing down we're like you know 
one one of my bosses just stopped with I'm halfway to the grave at this point. So I'm like, I really, <laughs> I really don't want to be doing a whole lot, you know, but I want to be comfortable, you know. So that's where I am. Okay. So I have an easy process for you to get to the answer. Hey, Manage Up Tribe. Remember to subscribe to the Manage Up podcast so you can stay connected. Get social with us on Facebook and Instagram. Join the follow-up conversations after this show on our profile pages. But remember, keep it positive because we're here to empower the Manage Up tribe. So what you need to do is figure out a way to overcome your butt fill in the blank. Okay? Mm -hmm. So those are the things that you, you have on your worry list. So what I want you to do, like you said, you're halfway to the grade. That's a disempowering message. Okay. That's a what? Disempowering message. That's you telling yourself, I only have half my life left to live. That's a negative thought process. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have to replace those with empowering messages like now I get to experience something new the good thing is I have way more experience and skill set than I did when I was in the 12th grade right right guess what that yields an easier path because you know more you're wiser so it doesn't take you as long to accomplish things that it did when you were 17 18 years old Right, right. So I I have a a worksheet that I'm going to send to you, but you're going to put down a situation or a fact, and then you're going to write what your first brain tells you, which is probably a disempowering message. Okay. Okay. Then you're going to, in the next column, um, fill in the empowering message that you can use to negate the disempowering one and you're going to physically cross out the disempowering one. So your brain is seeing and you're writing. So it's hearing something good and new. Okay. And once you finish that, what I suggest is to print it out and only keep the situation and the empowering message. Okay. Only keep the positive things. Then I want, I'm going to give you a process to reinforce that because, you know, anything that you want to make a change for, you have to do it in repetition or reinforce it. So what I do to reinforce myself, and this is kind of weird, but you can do it if you want, is I've created different names for different me. So in different situations... I'm able to put on that personality. And I think in the in the entertainment industry, um, Beyonce has her person called Sasha Fierce. Right. Who performs. Yeah, her alter ego. Right. But mm-hmm. I, I don't have an alter ego. I got several different people living inside of me. So when I need to empower others, like today we're on this podcast I'm empowering Patrice. That's the hat I wear. That's the lens I look through. Okay? Okay. But 
I had to identify good qualities about myself that I loved to be able to come up with that name assignment for empowering Vatrice. Now there's a boss lady Vatrice who can run a business, run an operation, run a household. You know, that's her. Right. And then there's innovative Trees. She creates things out of the box stuff, comes up with solutions by being creative. And and so I call her innovative Trees. Then there's the part of me who is a lifelong learner. I love learning new technology. I love reading books that empower you, that help you get to the place in life that you want, you know, to experience the things you want in life. That person is called Apprentice Trees. Oh, okay. So the Apprentice Trees read a book recently that is helping you walk through this process of making the right decision for you. Okay. Then there's the silly funny side of me that you have seen and experienced. And mm-hmm. I call her Social V. So Social <laughs> V is totally in funny, happy, let's let our hair down mode. And then lastly, there's Affinity V. Affinity V is someone who a lot of people gravitate around. She doesn't really want to be bothered with people, but she knows she's not going to be rude to them. They want to be around her and they want to spend time with her when really at that moment she wants to be a hermit. Oh, okay. okay. So by giving myself all of those different names for the different roles that I function in, that helps me reinforce being able to take on new experiences. So what I do is I say to myself, come on, boss lady, Patrice, you got this. I speak to myself as if I were talking to someone I love. Right. Research has shown that it, like, if I say I got this, it is not as powerful as when I say, boss lady, Patrice, you got this. That the brain registers that and endorphins and things take off and you get greater results that way. So when you're looking at your situation, you're going to assign a, one of your Julia's okay. to do this. And then you're going to look at the situation that you created in that first table. And then you're going to write a reinforcing statement. To help you understand, Julia, you got this. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. So as soon as you said it to me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on it. Right. That's 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 probably what I need. Something to. I can't just stay in this funk that I'm in because it's the same Julia that's in all of those funks that I've been (laughs) describing. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Okay. And your last step after you do that is to write down five small things you can do right now to help you make a good decision. And then you're going to circle one, the one that you gravitate towards and do it within 24 hours. 
Because remember, I said you got to take action to get over the fear. Right. Yeah, you're right. You got to put some work to it. You can't just talk about it. You're right. Okay. But my intent was to make this easy for you by putting it in these small steps in a worksheet format for you to be able to do this and it not look like a mountain. Okay. And by following this process, I think it'll put you at ease about whatever decision you come to. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I'll work on it. I'll work on it. And then we can talk offline because you can help me. I know what I want to do. I think you've given me some tools that I can use. So. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yep. Yep, you've given me some tools that I can use. All right. So we'll stay in touch and I'll send this information to you. And I want to thank you for sharing with Manage Up. Manage Up, you gotta stand your ground and know what's up and get your point across. Peacefully, get your point across. Intelligently, hey. Manage Up, you gotta. Stand your ground and know what's up and get your point across Peacefully, get your point across Intelligently, hey, hey, hey Manage up, stand your ground and know